Driving down the block like what else should a brother do? It's Saturday, it's Saturday, the heat might smother you. Driving down the block, blowing, blowing, just serving. Open up the trunk, baby, crazy kicking. Driving down the block, blowing, blowing, just tipping. 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 Bedroom, got your mango counting sheep, aka slow and steady. You know, this love is deep fried. Who's the dude next to me? Oh, this is T Bone, aka DJ Cashless, aka DJ Friendzone, aka Spicy Rice, aka what else have I got? Oh, that the, good advice, that good advice, aka the darkest white knight. Yes, yeah, and the white knight, the darkest white knight returns. Yes, <laughs> what I don't understand that one, but anyway. That's good on? advice. That's good advice. He's gonna give you that mad advice. What's that from? Um, that's Drake actually dropped some lyrics. Oh. For you. Just a song dedicated to. Oh, him. that's awesome. Bro. <laughs> it's about time, damn it. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. That was so random. Yes. That's okay. Look, let's 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 keep it real. We don't know whether we actually wanted to record this today. We just came off. Um, this is episode 22. Two. Wow, far out. Okay, so this is the story, guys. We just had... Um, it's been a pretty busy week, particularly yeah. for T-Bone. Now, uh, um, did, did we mention we're in the mobile studio? We're in the mobile studio. Because I got officially kicked out of my because Glebe T-Bone, studio. Because T-Bone got kicked out of his studio. Um, oh, man. That's his, um, sad mainly times, man. got kicked out of the Glebe studio because... He it was just too sensual. Yes, it was a right. highly it was a highly I sensual apartment I lo- in a I, not so sensual building. I lost I lost I lost my my tenancy due to sensuality. Exactly, highly exactly. Sensual. It's the first time a first ever recorded case of eviction. <laughs> eviction based due on to... highly sensual. <laughs> but look, okay, I'll keep it real. I'm gonna break it down. All right, I'll right, break it down right. like an R and B song. Uh-huh, I'll break it down. Uh-huh. We. We actually were due to have another guest on. Yeah, we were meant to have a guest. That's yes. why we're down. That's right. We we're meant to have a guest, won't name names, and we had a really great topic lined up that was super interesting. But um, the special out, guest pulled out on us on the last minute. And so T-Bone and I are now in the mobile studio recording because, yeah, because of just sheer disappointment but it's about how you bounce back that's it isn't it resilience it's about resilience it's about grit it's about it's about um that that warrior spirit t-bone i'm learning about that shit this week yeah yeah that warrior spirit warrior spirit that mental toughness when you yeah when you go through some shit like it's interesting what your coping mechanisms are what are yours I've found out that food is a very strong oh, coping hell yes. mechanism, I'm such an man. emotional eater, yeah. Holy Moses. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Cause, and then you, like, give yourself license. Because, like, you're like, you know what? I'm going through some shit. I'm going to just eat. Eat whatever I want. And it's usually bad. Mm. And it's so much comfort. Mm. And so much, like... And the endorphins rush in. And you're like, yes, yes. This is going to ease well, the pain. Well, what are we talking today about how, like... I could potentially marry a bowl of rice and how you could potentially <laughs> marry a bowl of rice because like, like it's so uh, like I have a I'm in a very very deep emotional relationship with 
with rice. Yeah, I mean carbs in general, but rice specifically. Oh, rice and bread. Oh, the my God. goodness, the goodness oh, of carbs. So man. good. It is, and it is the thing that's probably killing us. Yeah, I know, but it's so good, man. I mean, maybe killing us is a bit strong. Maybe it's yeah, just that moderation. It's, it's like shit. it's just packing on the pounds. Do you watch? There's a show called the cat, the catering show, the catering show. It's like there's two Aussie actresses. They're really, really funny, and they have like a ten minute comedy cooking show. No, where they just like they try out like all these fatty diets, and they just make fun of them. And like it's written so well. Yeah. Oh my god! Like the one I watched actually before um, I came to dinner was um, one of them tries the paleo diet, whilst the other one goes on a raw food diet. And then, like, they make their cat go on the 5-2 diet. Oh, no. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Oh, no, it's, it's all comedy. Like, it's really funny. She's like... The 5-2 oh, Like, they just have the best lines, and their delivery is so on point. Like, it's the most perfect... Th- it's great. Watch oh. it. The catering show is spelled with a Kate, Like, K-A-T-E. Like Kate, the name because both the girls, their first name is Kate. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah, very, very, very funny. Um, don't, I'm a, no, I'm a case would, study in the worst things. We are both messes. I think I need to. I need to go on the the paleo diet or some shit. <laughs> Fuck. That sounds horrible. The paleo it is. diet. You know what she was doing? She put like basically like a lamb leg in a pot, in a pot and boiled the water and she goes yep this is like I'm just gonna then she poured the water in an ice cube tray and then she's like yep I'm just gonna eat these for the next day <laughs> like they totally oh, pay it and then, like the funny. other girl she's on like a raw vegan diet she slowly becomes more and more neurotic she starts cleaning the same spot in her kitchen every day <laughs> like until she's like wearing a mask and like oh, all this shit. like it's so funny Oh, it's good. so clever. So damn oh, clever. Man. But yeah, man, I don't care, man. I've been trying to, like, reduce my, like, carb intake and all that. I freaking hate it, dude. Like, oh, man. Man, if, like, I think I'm I'm, I'm big on bread. Like, I will, oh, I will make bread myself is a so sandwich, good. right? All these people that are, like, bread so bad for you. Yes, it is. They've clearly never eaten bread and know how damn good it is. Ah, look, I'm bit, uh, that's, the, that's the whole thing. Like, there's that argument of, like, yeah, milk is also bad for you. And you're like, come on. Like, we've been... Uh, like, I, I've been... Nah, but well, the I thing mean, is, we've been consuming that shit for centuries. It, it's fine. It's just our... It is strange, though. It is. I mean, but it's it our relationship. It is strange that humans need to drink it. Like, I'm, I'm probably gonna be vegan eventually, and like, uh, I can up, see. Though. I don't see the point in it, really. Like, I barely consume any as is, apart from cheese. Cheese is a beautiful thing. Well, this is manna from the gods. I'm not gonna lie. Cheese is just concentrated milk, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know cheese is dairy, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, but it's, con- it's like the concert. It's a, it's the. It's yeah, the, I know. I know. But this is the thing, right? Like, yeah. and and you say, but you say about ba- the cheese. You're saying I don't know, like I. Feel I would like it's be like... leaving it from an ethical point of view, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, the dairy industry is terrible, man. Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, you can't talk. You're not I know, even a vegetarian. I know. That's the thing. You have no. Yeah, real which is why I have no problem argument. with the ethics. Yeah, yeah. In this so look, for me, it's more an ethical <laughs> thing. Like uh, I'd probably be leaving it because of that, but also because like I, it wouldn't be, apart from cheese, it, like I don't consume milk anyway. Right. Like it's just cheese that is my problem. Yeah, yeah. But you don't like, drink. Yeah, but you don't. You drink coffee though. 
Uh, it's it's almond milk coffee or, oh, or, yeah, or yeah. rice milk or stuff like. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm one of those. Yeah, I'm one of those. Yeah, make your judgments. I don't give a shit. Like, fuck. Uh, when you yeah, whatever, whatever. I really don't care. Uh, he's such a hipster. Uh, like yeah, I'm cooler than you. Fuck he's off. He's getting really defensive, everyone. No, it's just like if another person goes. You're a hipster. And I'll be like, why? And they'll be like, because you have a beard. I'm going to punch that person, man. <laughs> I'm really just going to be like, oh, you're such a moron. You have a cubicle life. You're really, really boring. And you know nobody that's half interesting. And so somebody that has more facial hair than your boyfriend all of a sudden becomes really out there. Dude, I am not out there at all. Do you want to meet legit hipsters? They're not, like, they're so cool, they break definitions. Like, this is bull... I hate... Only the simplest people use the word hipster, I feel. The simplest people. The most basic people use that phrase. You're a hipster, dude. I'm not a fucking... Nah, it's so no, dumb. It's so dumb. It's like anyone that does their top button up and has a beard is, like, a freaking hipster. Yeah, okay, great. Thanks, well done. I'm a hipster, you're a loser. Anyway. And that was one of Neil's signature classic rants. Ah, uh, just freaking... I'm just not... I'm not here today, bro. What do you mean you're not here today, I'm bro? like, I don't know, man. I'm like, mildly frustrated because I had a shit day writing. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just dealing with shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> dealing with shit, bro. Oh, far out. Oh. Anyway, let's talk about... What happened on the last day before you left your highly yeah. sensual apartment? So we normally ask to be invited to parties. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But occasionally, on occasion, we host them. Exactly. And T Bone did just that recently. I did. Yes, it was. It was a fond farewell to my Glebe hideaway. Glebe Studio. Glebe Studio. Um, and it was a really. Yeah, no, it was really good. It was. Uh, it was mad low key. Mad um, low key. Like, like Thor's brother. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, I just got that now. Um, so basically, yeah, we just had one like six or seven people turn up. I think. No, man, more than that. Was it? Yeah. All right, okay. We'll call it ten. At least twelve to thirteen people. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. okay, that's nice. Twelve to thirteen people in my in admittedly tiny, tiny, tiny place. But thankfully, it had this outdoor courtyard, which was... Highly sensual. Highly sensual. Highly... The theme of the night was high sensuality. Oh, yes. And just being highly sensual. There were candles. There was... DJ Bedroom did a set. Yes, DJ, DJ Bedroom. Bedroom. had the 9 to 11.30 slot oh, at the was, party. And, and it was... A highly sensual playlist. Uh, look, I, I will, like, you know, we, we talk about this highly sensual business. I, I will tell you now, God's honest truth. That was the highliest sensualist shit I have ever It heard. wasn't even a playlist. From what I understand, DJ Bedroom called it the highly sensual vibe-catching experience. And it was exactly that. This, like, this playlist can be found on Spotify. That's right. So just look it up. Uh, the D, uh, highly sensual vibe-catching experience. I'm not going to say my name, but like, uh, if you're that interested, God, just email yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, no, it was great. Like, and then, like, so what? The uh, most sensual of foods. Oh, yes. M&M's, um, pods, M&M's, pods, pizza. Pizza. Highly sensual highly, foods. That's right. <laughs> oh, and wedges. Let's and wedges. wedges. Don't forget wedges. <laughs> Shout out to Jess. Yes, thank you, Jess, <laughs> for setting up those wedges. That was awesome. Jess was like, Jess knew what was yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. She was like, she, she had she knew, finger she, firmly on the pulse. She, 
she knew what was sensual and she, she baked that sensuality right there. Yeah, she seasoned those wedges yeah, with high right. sensuality. Um, and yeah, no. You laugh, but wedges are a highly sensual They food. are, they are. Like mangoes. Yes, yeah. Add some, add some sour cream and sweet chili mm-hmm. and you have... <laughs> I don't know what song I was trying to do. It was like a cross between pop. porno music and like Marvin Gaye. What is that song? I've been trying. To... Like, I was trying oh, to do shit. that. I was trying to do that. Yeah, we we are not. Musical. Oh, we are so really. Our guest canceling is really kind of fucked with our heads. Yeah, yeah. Normally we'd have a topic. But yeah. we're clearly winging it today. Nah, yeah, no, 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 let me let me finish uh, my essential story. Oh yeah, my bad. My um, bad but yeah. no, but what happened? Like because we had this little outdoor courtyard area with a table and it stuff. It was the highly essential. Right? It was turned into the highly essential yes. courtyard thanks to Nils and twenty dollars worth of candles. Shit, really? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> However, having said that, the the sensuality was oozing. Out oh, there. totally. It was it melting was from melting. the table to oh, the floor. Absolutely. <laughs> and look, I. I, I would like to th- I would like to say that a good time was had. A good time was had. You know, yeah, I had a great time. Yeah, exactly. You know, a few different social groups were mingling quite easily. And, worlds uh, were colliding, as always. Um, with me, worlds were being explored due to various <laughs> substances, and <laughs> and worlds were sensual. Well, and those they were sensual That's worlds. Right. Sensual worlds. <laughs> what the fuck are I we talking know. about? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All I can say is it was a highly highly sensual affair so yeah that was awesome i was yeah. really happy with that yeah but still keep inviting us to your parties exactly. i'm invited to a whole bunch of parties in the next couple of weeks yeah we got invited to a 40th today didn't we oh yes and i've been invited to a 41st nice and i'm also going to a 30th wow Pro, look at this. Not like, dude. This is the new age range. Yeah, this is the new. I'm going to 40ths and 41sts now. Yeah. Not that I got invited to many 21sts, but oh well. (laughs) What do you think about this Ryan Lochte brother? This (laughs) man. All right, let's get into some topical shit. Oh, I can't believe we didn't mention this. Yeah. Yeah. So, this. Yeah, this privileged American white motherfucker basically mm. gets star treatment like all the cops like launch this manhunt for the muggers and all mm. this other bullshit like mm. you know they go above and beyond to mm. try and like you know <coughs> bring his supposed attackers to justice mm. and then later on we find out that he's full of shit mm. he may fabricated the he whole fabricated story, the yeah. whole story just to get out of that whole Fucking up that um, that petrol station, and yeah, and he's getting a lot of soft treatment, I think, from the media in general, thanks to that ever so readily played card you're, of white privilege. I suppose. Yeah, you're talking about white privilege in the treatment post the event. But yeah. What about the white privilege in the accusation in itself and the weight? his story held because he is a white guy commenting on a less developed nation. Where muggings, yes, Where his word weren't up against the reputation of the largest country in South America. Well, the thing is, he essentially used the reputation itself. Well, he played into stereotypes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, Um, which is like... Like, we talk about, oh, he lied, he lied, but we forget that 
he's playing these old imperialist colonial freaking stereotypes of like developed nation and you know developing nation yeah these tropes that that he was playing on and it was immediately believable because he's you know a successful white guy yeah but i mean like yes he used them but uh, and at the same time he used them and they were so effective because stereotypes exist yeah for yeah a reason. yeah because people straight away believed him well i yeah. mean they don't have a reason not to cuz well yeah yeah and also that yes they do but he the, also the fact that he decided that that was going to be his story and that he yeah. was going to run with this shows an existing bias already like we were waiting like almost people were waiting for brazil to fuck up do you know what i mean yeah and i think that also has a lot to do with yeah the the media the representations before during and and after the event mm. Mm. um you know the that we they they were calling it already a very high crime rate mm. and and i i remember seeing videos of like um yeah people taking camera phone footage of guys that were actually just like ripping people off like they'd be mm. jumping into a bus and and grabbing somebody's phone that mm. was accessible and mm. snatching purses and all of that sort of stuff so the thing is you know the crime was there mm. the th- what they'd failed to see is the crime would be everywhere where there's a major event mm. but they're also focusing on the fact that you know <coughs> Brazil has a notorious reputation mm. you know for robbery and kidnapping and a few other mm. things right but yeah and he he then just decided you know what that's going to be believable and the fact that he thought that that was going to get him out of the fuckery that he did commit well, it did he's going to be on dancing with the stars that's true mm. and he's not going to be prosecuted either or no. i mean like the thing is one of his mates took the flak for him apparently oh really yeah something like that one of his mates is like was charged and got bail and was like yeah i don't i don't look man i don't know all the details yeah, i yeah, know yeah. the crux of the whole thing but yeah and yeah and again he yeah no you're right he'll be forgiven He's on Dancing with the Stars. He's already forgiven. Yeah, I don't know what that's. I mean, also I'm he's assuming. a good-looking guy. Nobody yeah. gives a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good-looking white guys will get a get away with murder. Look at Johnny Depp. Look at our brother Johnny Depp. Yes, ah, oh, yes, and he's um, yeah, and the bros that are willing to stand by that motherfucker mm. in the face of you know what it would be considered you know fairly consistent evidence of his alcohol abuse and and. Uh, yeah, and the fact that, like, um, you know, and Amber Heard is not being believed in all of that. I think we've had, we've talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we've done this before. But, but, yeah, it's the same thing. Good-looking white guy. All of a sudden, you know, the everything starts to fall in their favor. But uh, let's not talk as is. if, like, I mean, non-white athletes no, no, no. and stuff has also been... So so yeah so yeah no that's yeah. true that's true but yeah athletes in general do yeah. get a pass because they are their skill set is valued above most things and yeah. you've also got the but I felt the Lochte one was rather unique because it was basically the word of a white man up against the reputation of a nation and one mm. temporarily anyway one over the other um because of the weight of you know a, a lionized celebritized hero an olympic hero mm. you know saying all those things cuz like could you like if that was carmelo anthony or something 
<coughs> right. It would have been a very, very different reaction, I feel. Like, if, it, if that was Kevin Durant or, you know, an African-American basketball player or an African-American medal winner or whatever. Athlete. I, I think the initial reaction would have been the same. But I think the the post... Oh, yeah, that's true. Post yeah. breakdown... Yeah, they wouldn't be on Dancing with the Stars. No, 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 no. Yeah, they yeah. would definitely have been, you know... But they would have been deservedly demonized and vilified. But that's interesting, right? Like, wasn't Pauline Hanson on Dancing with the Stars in Australia? Well, she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, like, look at that. Like, okay, this is like 15 years after her first incredibly racist comments, ignorant racist comments. I just think there's a very different standard for certain people than there are for others. But that will always be the case, yeah. though. That's which is the same. Like, let's part. just say if... Look at how Adam Goods... Yeah. was vilified for being Aboriginal and, you know, posting, like, like doing, like, an Aboriginal tribal dance after, like, scoring a, a goal or whatever. Well, I mean, the thing is, yeah, okay, we've identified that mm. this exists. Mm. Is there any way to actually do anything about it? I guess that's no, the question. No, I just think, I just think that... You can point out have this a, is... People have a threshold for certain races more than they do others like they I think there's a definite hierarchy of treatment oh absolutely yeah and um, I think that's just is how it is and it's good that you have the internet that calls out that bullshit because man it's important but I do think it washes over on you know the populace generally and it doesn't really matter mm. yeah but he's a he's a he's a douche oh he's a douche he's man. a douche but like He's a medal-winning, good-looking Olympic hero. So I don't think the fallout's going to ever be that bad. I know he's lost four sponsors. Um, but I really... He's not going to starve. I assure you, ten years from now, he will be commenting. He'll be a commentator for the swimming on the, whoever's covering the Olympics. Like, he will be. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he's good-looking and he's... I don't know, and he's a top ten anything. athlete. He's a top yeah, ten he's athlete. Top 10, yeah, okay, you know, so it's gonna it's gonna happen. Mm. You know, but yeah, there you go, Ryan Lochte, douchebag. Yeah, so I heard something interesting today, T Bone. I heard it on um, Slate Political Gabfest, and it got me thinking. And um, it was interesting. It was like basically this, and we talk about politics and crap on this podcast quite badly. We talk about it quite not in the best. We could probably be more articulate about it, but we're not. Sure. Um, uh, but we talk about, you know, liberal politics and conservative politics quite a bit. But, like, it was just this interesting kind of analogy, or whatever the hell you want to call it, that this guy used. I think it was David Plotz. And he said, um, a conservative is just a liberal who has been mugged, and a liberal is a conservative who's been to jail. Okay. Interesting. It's good, right? I really liked it. Because I can definitely point at one or two conservatives I know who are originally liberal and who after certain events, yeah, they've become... I think I know who you're talking about. That one, but I can also think about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. So, yeah, it is that... You start off with, yeah, some, you know, fairly, you know equal opportunity values, let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. And then you, one bad experience all of a sudden tarnishes an entire race even. Mm. 
Yeah. Not that, even just race, but just changes your notion of, of you know, what what you hold dear. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's, the, the mugging is your picture-perfect life being threatened. Right. And then all of a sudden you're really holding on to your, onto your values with, with greater rigidity. And, and when, and when they say a liberal is a conservative that's been to jail. Yeah, they've seen the hard life. Is it, is it genuinely just a case of they've, they've seen how, they've been through some hardship and... Well, they're forced to reconcile with the reality, because jail is the realist. Right. Right. But I do think it's also just a metaphor with, uh, of, I mean, it's just a, it's just a... It's a very lukewarm, basic, diluted kind of um, hypothetical right. that we're proposing here. But it's kind of like, it's, it, I don't think he literally means jail, but like it means a jail-like experience. Right. Like, um, for some people it might be, um, I don't know, seeing a person in their family become really sick. or You know what I mean? Like, just like a head-on collision with life. Is what they're talking about. But that can go either way, though, can't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, that, um... I mean, there's the... Well, I would argue that you're a conservative that became a liberal. Yeah, that's that's a fair point, actually. Um, You've got to elaborate on that. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I've talked about my um, zealotry in my 20s, late teens and early 20s, Mm. uh, religiously... Um, and the fact that, yes, I had a very clear path chosen for me and I knew, I knew what right was and wrong was and I would pass judgment upon others that didn't share that view. So Mm. that, that would firmly plant me within that conservative streak. Mm. Um, but I guess, I mean, the... The, the harshness of reality hitting me. For me, that transformation was more... I suppose it was just being able to see that there was more to life than what was presented before me. Mm. It was, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say it was a hardship as such, but I think it's opening up to another experience, maybe. Mm. Um, what was that point for you, out of interest? I mean... Because I, I would argue that I actually was friends with you during that time, but I don't know what the actual experience was. I mean, I think I think South Africa was the big, biggest turning point. So what T-Bone's talking about is basically a group trip that us and some friends made to South Africa for mm. a friend's wedding. How long ago was that? Six, seven years ago? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, where, yeah, I just I guess I started to see myself in a different light Mm. um but i also started to when i stepped away from the religiosity Mm. that was my life i think i um i started to see through the bullshit and start to see what was real Mm. so that's probably where well, that is a head-on collision with life. Yeah, that you're talking yeah, about. yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, yeah. and like you started to, I think that's where the the conservatism started to 
to dwindle and I'd probably become more liberal in that regard. Mm. Do you find yourself becoming more and more liberal? The fact that I'm... I think also the fact that now I've, I'm, I'm in the education field. Mm. And I fully understand now the importance of continual learning. Mm. I think when you continually learn, you can't help but become more liberal. Because... Oh, you've got to explain that. Because... In the truest sense, when you continually learn, mm. you are opening yourself up to new understandings of what life is. Oh, word, I feel you. I feel you. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, whereas, and I'm generalizing, but a conservative mm. would come to an understanding mm. and then lock that ah, in. Ah, word, I feel you. I feel right? you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I... That's a really, really well said point. Yeah, I think. I, I think I just, I think because I'm questioning my current existence constantly, mm, mm, mm. because new information is coming mm. in to make me understand the world better, that is then starting to fuel more liberal thinking because I need to be more open-minded mm. to accepting new information mm. and then processing that within my understanding of what is real and what is true yeah, well a conservative must conserve yeah absolutely right? yeah. they 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 lock in they have they have very strict boundaries as to what they will accept mm. and anything outside of those boundaries is considered uh for want of a better term just wrong foreign alien and yeah. and not to be accepted yeah how do you break down what what is a conservative in your own mind um for me it's basically uh, okay, good question. It's, for me, it's somebody that's interested in keeping something... I feel like they're combative mm. to some degree. They're fighting to preserve their definition of the way the world should be. Okay. And that, like you said, anything outside of that realm is very much misunderstood and difficult to process, mm. right? So uh, that's a conservative for me. Somebody that's that has certain values that you said are set in stone that they're not willing to expand on. Perhaps um, I'm not. I, I'm. I feel like I'm painting the map to be wrong, which isn't my my desire at all. It's more <coughs> kind of. I do feel that. I think it's interesting that you said like you know, liberals are associated with learning whilst conservatives are associated with, like, preserving. And I think that's kind of how I see it a lot of the time. I think they're trying to preserve a notion of the world that they believe mm. in. I mean, and but I guess the other thing is we're dealing with the absolute versions of liberal and conservative now. Mm. You can still be liberal and close-minded. Oh, absolutely. And that, I think, is where we need to make those distinctions. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The purest liberal, in my, again, in, in my understanding, is genuinely somebody that is open to any new, new facts, new information, and is willing to process that within their realm of understanding of how the world is. Or they're is. willing to say that their understandings and their definitions of things are constantly evolving. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And also, it is a, it, it, it involves a degree of empathy. And justice. And justice yeah. and understanding. But, you know, a conservative would argue the exact same thing. They would. But 
I think because they because of they have naturally placed limits on what they will accept mm. as you know in terms of the facts that they receive mm. it's all it's already limiting and is going to then I mean like you know if a new piece of information conflicted with what they believed m- more often than not a conservative would disregard it mm. because it it is conflicting what with what they understood to be mm. you know their truth mm. So, I mean, and one thing I, I was interested to kind of delve into now that we're here is that that idea of, of cultural conservatism yeah. and also that that need to preserve culture yeah. is in itself a conservative act because preservation yeah. require preservation doesn't allow for evolution by nature yeah mm. like we talk about like mm. that time capsule syndrome that that I know my family my parents definitely you have know one. had you uh, want to expand on that okay so yeah. the time capsule syndrome which I, I doubt is a very original term but it's basically the idea that um, especially for, for migrant families whatever the the culture and the traditions of the time Uh, were are then imp- replanted into a new environment or a yeah. new country mm. and but but that actually that 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 culture and those values essentially stay stagnant mm. and are then held as this is what is normal this is what is you know our truth mm. and isn't really evolved mm. throughout time in this new place mm. however If you were to go back to the original source i the home country, yeah. you will find that naturally the the culture will have evolved and yeah. you know integrated into modern society whereas yeah. i mean I, I'm not talking like we turn Amish or some shit, yeah. but it is it is that idea that certain certain values and certain cultures are yeah. are held on yeah. to for dear life whilst okay. yeah whilst you know while classic example of this is um myself and a lot of my cousins and people who I've seen mm. um that are related to me um they are definitely significantly more religious right than these are the guys who have like who are like first generation or have immigrated to the west they are definitely because of the time capsule syndrome are definitely more religious than their counterparts back in India Pakistan Sri Lanka whatever right they're definitely way 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 more religious and way more culturally conservative than a lot of people especially like for for my family especially in india mm-hmm. um i have family on both sides of the border so like um i would actually argue that my brothers and i are technically more culturally conservative than like some of my cousins in bombay right hands down and that's because my parents took with them a snapshot in time mm. from the motherland that they brought to Australia and we had to adhere to that that snapshot in time wasn't an evolving one like it is for say somebody who like when you're in a, a, a city as big as Bombay a megalopolis right yeah. you you got to get with the times man like, yeah, that's absolutely. a major cultural hub like it's one of the biggest cities in the world like just is how it is but like my my father has a very um 
a very different notion of like of of womanhood. Right. Like, uh, like if my dad had a daughter, thank God he didn't. <laughs> um, she would definitely be more um, conservative. She would have been raised super conservative as compared to had she had been raised in India or Pakistan. Right. Definitely. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd say that's probably similar to what my family has gone through as well. Mm. Um, yeah, very, very similar on the religious front. And yes, I think also if, if, if yes, my, my parents were to have a daughter. Oh, my God. I yeah, often yeah. joke to my mother that, yeah, you would probably have beaten her to death by now. Oh, that's not Just, a joke. I know, it's not a joke. Yeah. But it is one of those things that she would have been treated so much more harshly. Oh, my God. I think uh, if, if my family had had a girl in it. My God, yeah. like I don't, I would have felt so sorry for her. Mm. Like not like don't get me wrong, she's not gonna like nothing yeah, terrible, yeah, yeah. but she would have had to put up with so much bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. so much bullshit. Absolutely, like yeah. and I mean I think that's also what you know, uh, girls, uh, women of our age. Mm. Who grew up around the same time and, and mm. came to the country mm. the sa- around the same time as, as mm. uh, you know, we did, probably had to go through. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And you know that conservatism is you know they they carry on that conservatism whilst you know mm. back in you know Sri Lanka or you know Pakistan or wherever, mm. um, even India mm. that 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 wouldn't have been as as big a pressure as yeah, they would, yeah, yeah. would be right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I think... Um, going back, we digressed big time. Yeah, 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 yeah. sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, in terms of going back to... Uh, just, just also comparing it to our families. Now, would you say that your... your parents have softened their conservative stance over the years? Politically or culturally? Let's let's stick with culturally. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they've had to. Right, and why is that? Because they had three sons that grew up solely in the West. Right. And there was an inevitability that it would knock on their door eventually and be like, "Hello, here." My middle brother didn't have an arranged marriage. He mm. married a girl he was dating, which is something su- supremely frowned upon by yes. my family. Um, you know, a culture that I keep alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> But like, um, yeah, just just for one, that's mm. just one thing. Like in my family, my oldest brother had a is a very cookie cutter, conservative, good Indian boy, arranged marriage, doctor, etc., etc., etc. And my parents do definitely see him in a very different light than they do my middle brother, who is you know just as successful right. but not a doctor, but he chose his own wife. Mm. Um, his high school sweetheart, in fact, et cetera, et cetera. And as in the same way, they say me, it's completely different. Um, I'm 34 and single. Um, like, at my age, both my brothers had already had a kid, you know? So, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And I think, but, I, and I, I just, I have a feeling that it's, it's just a case of it being a lot slower. Mm-hmm that uh, cultural softening almost, mm-hmm. like that, or just that understanding that, yeah, you can't hold the same values that you, you did when, you know, back in the 80s or 70s, mm-hmm. whenever they came out. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm 35 and single mm-hmm. and not, you know, that's, that's still 
that's a concern in our in our community. Mm. Whereas you know, if you if I were to compare it to a Western context, mm. that's still not the worst thing in the world. And I think in a Sydney context, it's a bit different as well. Yeah, like, that's you know, true. It's funny, like I'd actually say in a Western context, thirty-five single, not so. New York context, thirty-five single, very normal. Yeah. In Sydney, a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sydney is a very strange place in that regard. I even, even I think like um, when you compare Sydney to Melbourne. Yeah. They, um, I remember, yeah, the first time that my brother <laughs> reported that um, uh, I can't remember what he was down there for, but he, uh, one of the uncles that that we knew at the time, introduced. Um, his son and his girlfriend, which was mind-blowing. Wow. Right? Crazy. Crazy. Brown parents. Oh, that's weird. Right? Yeah. Craziness. And we're talking about, like, you know, maybe seven or eight years ago. Oh, that's nuts. Now... And by nuts, basically you're saying that's unheard of. Yeah, it's unheard Absolutely of. Absolutely unheard of. Yeah, it's not nuts in any other context. No, it, it's, it's just it's in, actually very nice. In this in <laughs> this context, it's very much a case of unheard of amongst brown people. That yeah, yeah we you just don't do that. Nah, be, you don't do that because you're you don't even talk about anybody you're dating until you might be strongly right. considering marrying. Them. And if you know that your son has a girlfriend, that is your secret shame. You don't you, talk about it. You, you don't essentially talk about it. aren't yeah, talking yeah. about yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, but then, and then you're like, but why? Mm. Right? Mm. That, and, you know, and that's the thing. It was only like six or seven years ago. Why is that such a big deal still for our community? No, I, I get why it's a big deal because they've never, dating is an alien concept to them. Mm. Choosing your own, is an alien concept to them. Your parents had an arranged marriage. My parents had an arranged marriage. But it's marriage. not an alien concept. It, it the only thing is... But it's different to watching it on TV and then it living in your living room. No, no, no. True, true, true. But it's not that... It, I think it's more... It's just the fact that it was frowned upon. It's not that it hasn't happened. Yeah. It's happened in my, in my own family. It's because they don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> well, that's... I guess that's what it you is. You know? Like, for example... Um, uh, okay. Um, if I had a kid and it turned out they were gay or whatever, I'd mm. be fine with it. It wouldn't yeah. bother me at all. My brothers, on the other hand, right. would flip. Right. Would flip out completely. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, I was talking to my brothers the other day when they were over, and I was talking about, oh, yeah, you know, we've, we've been invited to, like, an engagement party. Okay. And it's like, it's a, it's a same-sex engagement. Right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh, what, really? And my nephew was there, and him and me were just like, yeah, that's cool. Like, yeah, it's normal. Yeah, whatever. But, like, my brothers were flipping out, you know? Like, wow, oh, my God. Like, oh, like, you know. So it's, it's yeah, it's gradual, dog. Like, you know. Yeah, I guess for some it won't happen at all. Yeah, and maybe there's going to be something in the future that I'll flip out about. You know, I don't like to think there isn't, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, like, even, like, I think even in my own understanding of what what trans people are. Yeah. And also yeah. the fact that gender is fluid. Mm-hmm. That concept never, Never like, occurred to me until recently. Yeah. yeah. And but I, I'm very accepting of it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Wrong, yeah. And it is, and, and now I'm just a bit more... Um, 
um, like conscious of, okay, mm. your gendering is actually, mm. there are issues with that. Mm. And I think, re I just was reading a, an article about in schools that they're trying to discourage the use of the term boys and girls. Mm. Now, how would a conservative see that? Oh, this is, that's just, liberals gone too far. You're changing our definition of the world. Right, exactly. Yeah. And it is that case of like, well, what are you supposed to call them then? Yeah. You know? If you can't call them boys and girls, how are you supposed to tell them apart? But why, do you, why is it that we react to the changing of our world? Why is it that that seems to be this intrinsic, like, molecular level difference, uh, you know, between a, the liberal and the conservative? One has an ever-evolving notion of what the world should be, sprinkled with a sense of justice, amongst other things. Right. Um, whilst the conservative is kind of like the world is this way, it needs to be this way. Everything else is an aberration and a, a you know, unnatural or whatever you want to want to call it. We're I being think... so hard on the conservatives yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, and I I'm just don't like y'all. <laughs> I'm surprised if you are conservative. Oh no, actually, we do have some conservative. I don't business. know That's anybody true. that does. Um, but it is. Part of me thinks that it's just a case of. Um, that essentially challenging worldviews are <laughs> are more or less um, getting you out of your comfort zone, which people don't really want to do unless forced upon, like under extreme circumstances. What can I ask something? Sorry to interject. Yeah, you, but like, what are the reasons for? not wanting your definition of the world to change. Why are you so invested in that particular definition? Because there's something interesting that's come up that a lot of conservatives are born, and inverted commas I use the word born, the minute they take out their first mortgage. No, and there's there have been studies that show this, that there's a direct correlation between an increase in conservatism and buying a house especially in Australia I reckon I, and I think that that term investment in that sense is literal mm. it has to do with your it's not just a mortgage it's also having a family yeah yeah, yeah yeah um but that's the thing I think it's it's you now have you now have this uh this possession mm. that will require pretty much all of your time and resources mm. to maintain and nourish and mm. flourish, etc. Mm. So basically, all of your energies have now got to focus on this. Mm. If there is something else out there that requires you to sacrifice either some control or maybe just sacrifice you thinking about anything that isn't this mm. I think it's just an energies thing you can't you've got to disregard it because you've got to focus on this mm. I don't know I, I'm, I'm, I'm it's I probably mean, not articulating I'm just it. thinking from let's let's just say an investment in let's just say the world the way the world is mm. anything moving away from it might be moving away from a set of values 
like let's just assume the way the world is is the Ten Commandments and Jesus and right. all that kind of and the Bible and all that crap. Not crap. It's very real to some people, and that's fine. That's fine. I no shade towards religion. I'm actually I think it's kind of awesome, but like um, to move away, some 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 Christian conservatives would say you're moving away from Jesus's teachings, or you're moving away from the world that was decreed in the Bible. Et cetera, et or the word of God. See, that's that's from a religious point of view, I guess, like a religious conservative point of view. The world is changing; it's it's descending mm. into something else that isn't, you know, the world that Adam and Eve had, etc., 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 etc. Maybe know? it's a case of once you have that 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 investment in mm. a in a mortgage, for example. Yeah. Um, Maybe just psychologically, your brain essentially um, kind of shuts off at that point and says, okay, I won't have any time or energy to invest in, in new thoughts or new ideas or new concepts. Mm. And what you now know is your truth and anything else after that. I don't know. I'm yes just and no. You actually, I feel like in that instance, you used a micro example of house buying yeah. and placed upon it a very macro notion of like ever evolving definitions, etc. Yeah, when essentially buying of a house or investing in a mortgage is actually you are investing in a snapshot of time. Right. And so anything that threatens that snapshot of time um, is is an outside force and you be, you're about conserving that snapshot in time. A classic example is like white flight. Right. Okay? Um, say for like that it happened in America. I mean, we're seeing it it happened it, it is here. It's of course it's here. It's here yeah. as well. Um, and the reverse of it with gentrification and stuff, mm. right? But you're seeing like say a neighborhood um I mean, we've seen a lot of it in like in um in, in a place that's very close to where I live, actually, um, where a greater non-white populace has moved in to a certain area, which has led to a massive exodus of, you know, another group. Yeah. Because they had invested in a snapshot in time, but now that world has changed because a new group has moved in. Mm. Some of them have seen it as a devaluation in their property. Actually, I mean, it's a bad example, but devaluation in property prices, changing of, like, schools, etc., etc. Like, I know I know plenty of, like, brown parents who are like, no, really want my kids to go to a school where there aren't as many brown kids. Mm. Or, or you know, or not as many Asian kids. I've heard this from people I know, you know? Um... You see that a lot, you know? So people are invested in a snapshot in time, and when that world starts to change, they find their definitions also changing, and that becomes... And the things that they've invested in devalued, mm. you know? And therefore, there's a reaction of some description, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, the snapshot in time is, yeah, yeah. is the same thing we were talking about, that... Mm. Um, Time capture. Uh, that time yeah, capture. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's the same 100%. thing. It is. Yeah. That is that snapshot in time of that is what. Two thousand percent. That is that is exactly what the reality is. Yeah. Anything that that threatens that is wrong and yeah. needs to be fought yeah. tooth and nail. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you will find that um, 
you know, yeah, and but but it is interesting to see that people who may have been of of a more liberal stance converting to a conservative stance in that time period because and that's where i guess in terms of that's where the the it separates from the idea of the time capsule because mm. at least with the time capsule you know uh, our families were living in in that in that culture mm. um in that um uh, yeah, at that time and mm. then just transport that transported that across mm. what you're seeing here is people being more liberal all of a sudden investing having that snapshot point mm. and then turning conservative mm. as a result of seeing this is what mm. my new reality is mm. and i need mm. to preserve it recalibrating right yeah. and that's that's where it becomes interesting it's mm. be, it's that it's the change in in thinking purely based on the fact that i now have this which i need to preserve mm. That's what I found fa- like more fascinating about this because how how do you essentially just switch your almost your thought process when it comes to things just because you now have this like you could be you know very much um, you know open minded and pro justice and you know pro peace all of a sudden on a dime like you just you're flipping it's, the script. It's not... A, a great example is uh, Christopher Hitchens. Yeah. Who... Okay, so Christopher Hitchens, he's, he's passed away now, but he's like a, an old-timey intellectual. One of those neo-atheist brothers mm. who passed away quite a while. But like, he was a, a, a staunch liberal for a very, very long time. Um, and then 9-11 happened, and he became quite conservative. Mm. Um, very pro-American exceptionalism. Very pro-war very, you know, very anti-pacifist and was all about kind of like, no, we have to maintain the um, the framework of Western civilization because it could be under threat by this, blah, blah, blah. There is a clash of civilizations, etc. So there was a traumatic event that questioned his worldview because from being a liberal intellectual, he felt, I guess, his sphere of existence had been threatened. His, um, he felt that by that, you know, Western civilization had been thrown because maybe he felt less likely to be able to express himself publicly. He felt, um, you know, like all, all this kind of stuff. He felt like he had to step up and say, okay, we need to preserve the way things are and we need to go to war. And, you know, I'm a conservative now. Again, I think with, with that example, I was trying to point at trauma being the entry point yeah, yeah, for that yeah, conversion. Sure. Like, I mean, the same thing could be said. Would you be this harsh on somebody that's anti-capital punishment and then has, I don't know, somebody in their family murdered and is now all of a sudden pro-capital punishment? Mm. Would, you, would you judge that person the same way? Because that, that's essentially a conversion from liberal to conservatism too. Well, in, then, uh, well, a liberal belief. I mean, you But that's the thing. That, but that, that's, that's all that is is... You're just questioning the level of your conviction when it comes to any point. Yeah. Okay, right. You fair, are. Th- fair, it, fair. it is a test. Ah. Okay. Of fair, character. Fair, fair, fair. It is a test of your actual, 
Like yes, no, I I completely understand, and yeah, yeah, and I would also be questioning that. Yeah, I know, I would position. question myself too. Yeah, right. I mean, like, I yes. would hope that I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, like, I would. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I have my issues with with states sanctioned execution. Yeah, but you know, should I be put in that position? It would be interesting to see where my thought process would yeah. go. Um, but, but, but I think that's what this comes down to. It is a it's a test of character. If you if you have a belief. You have a position. But then that is to say positions and beliefs can't change. What you're essentially mm. saying is conservatism. <laughs> but yeah. we are talking about a you know, starting from a liberal position and turning conservative but, based but, on based based on based yeah, on yeah. based on based But if on liberalism is defined by a changing of of an evolution of ideas, why can't that person still be liberal? <laughs> <laughs> if that's and how a, we're defining but, but it, have a conservative outlook <laughs> yeah. on what the fuck? Oh, this is just, we're just fucking now. This is just fuck now. Yeah, but yeah. keep going, T Bone. You're okay, no, say, no. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're starting from a liberal position to hold on to that liberal position, mm. despite the trauma, mm. because you maybe understand that you know this is what it means to have that position, you are still liberal. Mm. Right, you because... do see you're attaching a righteousness to that, though. You're already saying one is right. Because you're saying it's being tested. Yeah, right. Meaning that right. exhibit yeah, A yeah, 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 yeah. is already pure. Yeah, and yeah, good. yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, feel yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, this is a hard topic. <laughs> like, like for example, do you feel like somebody who votes, say, for Malcolm Turnbull because he's getting a tax cut and dude needs that money right. because he has... a two kids and a wife or whatever, right? Him voting for Malcolm Turnbull after having been, you know, a Labour, a, a more liberal voter in the past, the changing of his circumstances has led to him deciding so-and-so. Is that a testing of character or is that him doing what's best for in his best interest? But that could also be like what we argued before about going from that liberal to conservative mm. based on... Changing circumstances. A changing yeah. circumstance and a snapshot yeah. of time. Yeah. That snapshot, like you making that call yeah. at that point. Yeah. Like some so people, it, yeah. some people would say you're you're doing a deal with the devil just because you're desperate. Mm. Again, we're attaching righteousness to one. We are. We are potentially, other. potentially. Which I, I mean, I just don't get me wrong. I'm a freaking hardcore liberal, and I always will be. I yeah. freaking touch wood, but I do think it's. Yeah, I no, know no, no. deep down I Look, believe that I'm right and everybody's wrong. And <laughs> I, I know I do, but like I don't. I think it's unfair to kind of like. And look, you know you what? Know. And I completely take your point in yeah. that regard. Like, yeah. I see, like, when you've pointed that out, I see. Because liberals that can I have... be assholes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can be intolerable. Yeah, oh, man. Genuinely intolerable. Young socialists. <laughs> oh, that's completely true. Mm. Like, you know, now that you've pointed it out, I see that. I've already attached... The... We're attaching righteousness to our own stances. Exactly. Very much which so. happen to be liberal stances. Yeah. It's guess... interesting though, right? It's like, you know, the world shapes you. Like, it's a nature versus nurture kind yeah. of argument and shit like that. Um, you know what, though, T-Bone? Yeah. I must admit, when you said um, a, a test, mm. is it a test? That is how I see... I totally agree to that resonating with me because that is very much would be my experience with something like that. Yeah. I, I would totally frame it as a test um, I, I, of my conviction and stuff. Because I can't see it any other way because yeah. a liberal going to a conservative viewpoint based on based on an event, mm. 
Yeah, one could argue that no, you're just evolving your understanding yeah, of the, yeah, the yeah, world yeah. around you. You could totally, in absolutes, you could totally say that, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, the liberal who holds on to their convictions and believes in the goodness of humanity in general and mm. et cetera, et cetera, mm. could just be hardening their position on. Mm. No, 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 I'm still right, I'm still right, mm. people are good, mm. um, or these people are good, or whatever mm. it is. Maybe everybody's wrong. Oh, we're all fucked. <laughs> but, like, no, I, I just think it's interesting that, like, how deep-seated beliefs can be changed, so, so, I mean, so, sometimes slowly, sometimes fast. Is, is good and bad and right and wrong, is that just... Is that what we're talking con- about now? But I don't know. About, like, I mean, no. that's the thing. Is, is that a, but even is that a societal construct? Is that depending Absolutely on the... Absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. There, there are no, and, you know, are we just dealing with there is no such thing as an absolute truth? Yeah. I feel we've digressed quite a, yes, uh, quite I a bit. Yes, I know. I can't remember what the original conceit was. Well, the, um, the original thing was, you know, like I said in the beginning, a conservative is simply a liberal who's been mugged. And a liberal is a conservative who's been to jail. Um, it's like, you know, saint was once a sinner. Have we just come to another... Impasse. <laughs> or or another one of our our, um, our classic, I don't know, <laughs> positions at the end well, of Well, I mean, I do think that there's a significant difference, and I think you touched on this in the beginning, T-Bone. There's a significant difference between a conservative and a liberal... And this didn't occur to me before until you mentioned it. Was like the notion of an evolving set of values, even mm. an evolving set of values and an evolving definition of the way things should be, and a group of people that don't believe in that evolution and believe in things staying the same because that is right and good. And it it is about your definition of what is good and what is bad and what is, you know, what's in the best interests of. A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I guess when it comes to... I'll bring it back to the gender and sexuality thing. Mm. It's not like that the terms we have now, those... It's not like people who experience that or are that mm. didn't exist before. Yeah, yeah, It yeah, is yeah. only now that we are accepting of their Absolutely, existence. Yes, because yes, now yes. we have... Yeah. Potentially, because now we've just labeled them. Yeah. But yeah. also because we now understand that mm. it's not black and white. It mm. isn't just man mm. and woman, mm. which were which were easy concepts for us to understand. Mm. Now we get more complicated. Mm. All of a sudden, we need to think, mm. and maybe that's also another thing that ah, that's a really really good point. You know, we we thinking end, thinking yeah. requires effort. And is, effort is uncomfortable. Effort is uncomfortable, yeah. and you know we would rather not think. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I learned something at school and that's good enough for me, or I learned something at home and that's good enough for me. And it's too hard. To, exactly. Yeah. Too hard to now say, oh, wait. It says so. something about the role of educational institutions inculcating a sense of curiosity yeah. and, you know, perpetual learning in students. And that's, oh, that's the con, that is the battle. That is the ultimate battle yeah. that, that we face like right now. Inculcating a natural curiosity. Not just that, but like also telling people that yes, that you know, this educational that you're undergoing now is not finite, like finite, sorry. 
is not finite. Like, you know, there's, there's, this needs to continue for you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I'll, I'll tell you now, that is the reason, like, I think that underlies everything uh, when it comes to why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm. Because I know how important that is. And mm. I don't know what the a- the right answer is. Mm. But I'm not supposed to. Mm. All I'm supposed to do is to try and get these these kids to think and to explore and to find out for themselves. Think for themselves, yeah. Because if they don't, and I, and I think if everybody, mm. even, even old folks mm. like us, mm. even if like we need to do the same thing, otherwise... Yeah, we are going to be stagnant in our our understanding of what the world is. Yeah, I need, like, I, yeah, like, I constantly Mm. have to kind of update my shit. That's it, you're a lot better at that than I am, and I'm learning how important that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I need need to also try and inculcate that into into kids. And it's not, that's the thing, I'm not, uh, like, I am not trying to impose a position. That's not what it is. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, the only come to your own position. Is that's what the you thing. I, I I just want them to question. Mm. If they can do that, yeah, man. They come come to their own conclusions. We wouldn't way be in goes. half the mess we're in worldwide mm. if it wasn't for that. It's so. It's something to be said about the. It, you know, it's something that I feel Western education does a lot better then I know education in the subcontinent anyway, which is very rote learning and very kind of like, it doesn't engage curiosity as much as it is. Like, this is the answer, this will be on your test kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I do feel maybe web is the... Like, I do think, like, at least on a philosophical level, Western education systems attempt that, maybe. I don't know, D-Man, you know way better about this than I do. It's it's becoming it's starting to it's starting to become a focus which is mm. good, mm. Um, and I mean there's still in terms of the execution there's a lot to be mm. worked on but I think I think we're on the right track at least mm. which is which is a positive to you know yeah. to kind of. Yo, how did we go from that to education? Uh, I mean I mean look it's it's all linked yeah. like un- I mean it, it's it's understanding it's it's. Yeah. It's trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah, that was interesting, dude. Like, the, yeah. we went from being a nothing, another low energy Friday to, to a pretty healthy shit. discussion. I actually right. really enjoyed real that. I actually, like that. maybe we're just like you know, getting each other off, like, <laughs> as opposed to like helping the audience. Here. Yeah, I've yo, got... I, I'd like to think we gave you some food for thought. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, and we would like to to hear from you as well about what you. Yeah, think if and... you think. If you have better definitions, and I'm sure you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, better definitions, and if you think that we're totally off the mark, yeah, totally, totally email us. And, like, if you feel like we're we're labelling people a yeah, great right. deal, and uh, that's not our intention. We're no. not saying everybody with a mortgage is a conservative, man. I'm no, just, no, no. I'm just talking about empirical evidence that indicated that, that I was in an article I was reading, and I was just using that as an example. So please don't take us too literally. No, no, and we understand that there are gradients. You can be a conservative liberal. You can be, like, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. You can be a centrist left. You can be a centrist right. You there can is be no, like, there are know, no absolutes. We're to- we were talking about just that phrase mm. and um, 
basically the mechanics of it yeah, is what absolutely. we were getting at, you know? So if you're going to send us an e- a massive email going, well, you've got this kind of liberal and then you've got this kind of conservative, like, no, 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 we know all of yeah, that. Yeah. We totally understand that. We're just talking um, about the mechanics of that That's phrase right. and what it meant. Yeah, and, um, like, and I, ideally, like, we'd, we'd like to know what, what it means to you yeah. personally. Yeah. Um, and if, you know, if you identify as more conservative or more liberal, whether, you know, whether you think, you know, from your personal experience, whether we hit the mark or not, um, that would be, that'd be good to hear about. Mm. Um, but yeah, look, that was episode 22 of The Mints. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we will have it more together in the future. We, mm-hmm. we had it together today. It's, I yeah, think yeah. we're just coming off of not like you know and like we, this is an episode where we winged it again yeah, after yeah. a very very long time yeah, when we had a, especially when we had a pre-book guest and everything we had guests yeah so we kind of were you know that warrior that warrior spirit that's what we're about email us at the yes. podcast at gmail.com like our facebook page um the mince pod uh, facebook.com slash the mince podcast um, we don't have that many likes. I think we're like one like away from having 50 likes. Awesome. Yo, can somebody add their like it? <laughs> so like we've got 50 likes. That'd be awesome. Um, also, you know, we're on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the dash mince dash podcast. Also where we're on your, um, iTunes. iTunes, we're on your iTunes app or on Stitcher where if there's something we're not on, please let us know. Um, but yeah, email us. We haven't received mail in a while and yeah. uh, nobody's really hitting us up or, Anything like that. But let us know what you thought about the episode. Let us know if there's more that you want to hear, like more other things you want to hear. Maybe you want us to do a non... I, I do find we descend to serious stuff all the time, but that's who we are. Sorry, guys. Like, we either talk about race or politics and how crap the world mm. is, and that's just... That's really not much different to what me and T-Bone talk about when the mics <laughs> are off anyway. So, like... I mean, if there's a, if there's a I suppose, um, less serious topic you want us to talk Yo, about? Yeah, hit us up with some topics that you think we should cover. Like, um, we've done 22 of these episodes now, and so. we'd like to hear more from you guys, because exactly. we don't. Exactly. Um, uh, you can hit me up personally at, um, where am I? I'm on Instagram, I'm the opening salvo, I'm also on Twitter and Snapchat, not that anybody uses Snapchat now because of Instagram becoming Snapchat or whatever uh-huh. it is, but yeah, you can hit me up on that, T-Bone. Uh, you can get me on uh, DJ underscore cashless on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. Joe. We'll be hitting you hear from us again in two weeks' time, hopefully. Um, and we will we'll bring the fire like we always do. Today mm-hmm. was you know, hey, you know what? I mean, I ain't hating. We did all right. We we bought some fire. We bought we did all right. We had a very healthy discussion, T Bone. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, T Bone, remind them what's up. Please invite us to your parties. Please invite us to your parties. Uh, See ya. Later. Yo, welcome to the main. Welcome. I am Nils, aka DJ Bedroom, Mm -hmm. Mango Counting Sheep, Mm -hmm. aka Slow and Steady, Making Love Baking Brownies. I totally forget. Oh, I had a brain fart. Who are you?
Who am I? <laughs> I am T-Bone, a.k.a. DJ Cashless, a.k.a. DJ Friendzone, a.k.a. What, Spicy Rice? Oh, a.k.a. No. That Good Advice. That Good Advice. <laughs> the court of, a.k.a. The Court of Solomon. A.k.a. The Darkest White Knight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, shit. Okay. Pardon that. Well, hello, are we still hello? live? Are we, are we still, still alive? alive? Alright, okay, okay, cool, cool. Oh, shit, what happened? No, that's, that's tripod stand, man. Are we, are we good? Yeah, I think we're good. Yo, <laughs> welcome to the mids! <laughs> welcome. I'm DJ Bedroom, got your main girl counting sheep. Oh, wait, no, wait. This is all fucked. This is all fucked! <laughs> I'm starting again. Fuck this whole thing. You know this okay. is gonna go in the outro, Oh, right? fuck the outro. <laughs> 